0: This is a podcast by The Straits Times.
1: The final whistle has been blown at the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar, but as the curtain comes down on football's premier event, it's time to turn our attention to Southeast Asia's biggest tournament, the AFF Championship. From December 20th to January 16th, 10 countries including Singapore, Vietnam, Thailand and Malaysia will vie for the top honour of being ASEAN's best team. Hi, I'm ST Sports reporter Deepan Raj Ganesan, and on this episode of ST Sports Talk, I am joined by Singapore National Team Captain Harris Harun and Thailand Head Coach Manu Polking to talk about the 2022 AFF Championships. Hi Manu, hi Haris. Haris, first off, let's start with you. What does this AFF Championship mean to you? This will be, of course, your sixth AFF tournament. So yeah, what does it mean to you?
2: Yeah, it's uh, traditionally um, a really big tournament for us here in this part of the world. I think for us in in Singapore, we've a rich history, won the the title four times, and uh, for me, growing up, I saw the the teams in the in the past, you know, being victorious and you know being champions of the region, and, and it means a lot. And I was part of uh, one of those teams as well, so as, as a young player, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really big tournament for us.
1: Can you tell what it means for, for fans? I mean, when, when this AFF comes around, can you feel the excitement from the fans? Yeah,
2: definitely there's a lot of ex- excitement, especially when we play here at home. I think the fans uh, know the history of this tournament, what it means to the players, to the fans as well. It's um, given us a lot of uh, joy, uh, excitement over the years. So yeah, and uh, as recent as last year, I think our run to the semifinals, despite it being uh, during the COVID times, I think Fans came out, showed their, you know, give us the the fullest support. And uh, hopefully, yeah, this time we can uh, work, work on that, yeah.
1: Manu, of course, as early as the start of this year, you had your hands on the AFF Trophy. Could you tell me what does this tournament mean to you?
0: Yeah, for me, it was very, very important. I mean, uh, I had a little bit in the past, the image of a coach that uh, played beautiful but never win. And I think that was, uh, for me, Good to see that you can continue trying playing attractive or a beautiful football. Because at the end, uh, you will always have the chance to to collect some trophies. And that trophy with Thailand in the country that welcomed so good in my career, it was really special. I mean, I could feel the people. As Harrys already said, was a COVID time was not so easy. We were in a bubble for 32 days. But uh, to give that uh, that happiness for the Thai people also after a difficult year because of COVID was, uh, was pleasing for us and uh, I believe that everyone was really proud of that trophy and also as a coach, I I must say I was also proud of the, the way we did it because I, I really believe that we had a great tournament.
1: Manu, when we spoke uh, a few days ago, you had mentioned something quite interesting about how the AFF Championship is the most winnable trophy for Southeast Asian teams. Uh, why is that important, do you think, for fans especially?
0: Everyone wants to win. I think uh, every football fan that uh, cheers some club or even the guys that here in, in Asia a lot that cheer whatever, an English team or if you cheer your national team, if you cheer your local club, you want to see football, you want to enjoy football, but... Uh, at the very end, you wanna you wanna win trophies, you wanna celebrate, né? and this, the the AFF competition is for our region here. The competition where, as I said to you before, is is the winnable one. Is the one where you can put 60,000 people in the stadium, and at the end, celebrate together. Né? All the rest is still a long way for us to go to to get closer to Asia. Né? and to, to try to win something very big there. But now what we have as a nation, I mean, as a national team, and is a prestige tournament, né? a tournament where you can see, if you see the numbers from last tournament, even being in a bubble, né? how many people in this region watch the games on uh, on internet or follow on, on social media, that was unbelievable. It means that the, the people love to see their national teams in that tournament also because I believe the reason number one is that, uh, yeah, it's the winnable one, the one that you can lift the trophy, the one that you can celebrate with your fans.
1: Fantastic. Uh, we'll move on to the expectations of, of both teams, Singapore and Thailand, in this upcoming tournament. Uh, but firstly, in terms of preparation, the competition has of course uh, reverted back to home and away group stage format uh, with each team playing two matches at home while the semi-finals and final will also be played over two legs. Singapore of course will play their home games against Myanmar on December 24th and Vietnam on December 30th at the Jalan Besar Stadium. Harris, preparation for Singapore has been rocked a little in the last few days by the injuries to Iksan Fandi and Adam Swandi. How has the team you know, reacted to that and how has preparations been?
2: Yeah, it's not it's not ideal for I mean those injuries coming in the last warm up game before the the tournament proper. But yeah, it is what it is. You know, in tournament football, this these things can happen. Uh, that's the reason why usually the coach calls up uh, a larger number of players uh, to be on standby in the case of injuries. So it's an opportunity for other players to to step up and show their worth. And uh, yeah, for us, we it was good to get the win in the in the last uh, game before the, the tournament. And uh, we look forward with a lot of excitement and uh, optimism next week for, for our first game.
1: Because of the way this tournament is being held in the sense of like you not know, after the World Cup and so on, has preparation been any different? I mean, has there been a shorter time, tight preparation schedule, any difference this time around compared to previous tournaments?
2: No, I think for us, we, we went to, to Japan to prepare. Last week, we we just came back. So in terms of preparation, I think, I mean, compared to last year, it was a shorter preparation period, obviously, because I think this year in the domestic league, uh, the cup competition came back and we obviously finished the league uh, much later. Uh, But I think condition-wise, I think the players should be alright because the gap is not too big from the the last games that we played. So yeah, we played some really tough games. Uh, We were away together and uh, it was nice to get uh, a a, a good game under our belt a couple of days ago. So I think it's just uh, trying to maintain and, you know, try to, to, to improve uh, over the course of the tournament. And, uh, of course, the most important thing is to get the results to, to you know, advance further.
1: Manu, I talked about a short preparation time for most teams and that has been the case for, for Thailand and you. And once again, the tournament does not fall under the FIFA calendar. Uh, this has meant that Chanatip Songkrasin, who was the best player at the last edition, uh, will not be with you guys at the tournament. Manu, how difficult has preparation been?
0: It's a totally different preparation from, from last year, but has to do with two big factors. The one is that it's, of course, not a FIFA Day competition. Plus, being straight after the World Cup, we could not get all the players released, not only the ones uh, playing abroad with uh, with Shawat, Supachok and Chanatip, that were important players for us. But also here, even in the league, we didn't get... Uh, all the players from the clubs because, again, it would be for the clubs a very long absence from them and uh, we have to respect their decisions. But from the preparation, the Thai league is exactly in the middle. They just finished the first leg. We could get two weeks together. That is uh, uh, 10 days longer than last season. But of course, with the, the disadvantage that we don't have all the players on board. Last season, we had all the best players and they were all there and now. We could not get all of them. But uh, as Hari said, also for Singapore, I, I believe a lot on that, that uh, it's a big chance for other players. And I also believe that uh, Thailand have uh, enough good players. And now is uh, some of them will get the chance to play. And, and I can see in these two weeks that they are feeling that, they are seeing that, they are motivated, they are ready to play. We are starting tomorrow. We got a very good game against Myanmar as a, as a preparation with the team. Of course, we... We know it's just a friendly, but we need to continue there where, where we stop that game and try to be dominant, try to control the game. From preparation time, I think it's okay. We are just missing some important players, but uh, there is no reason to to cry around or to use that as an excuse. I already said we are Thailand. We We have a good name in this competition. We have a good history in this competition. We have to believe ourselves and give the chance to the players that are waiting for that chance.
1: Manu, what about expectations? Uh, Firstly, uh, is expectation in Thailand for you guys to go on and win this tournament despite the fact that like we mentioned, you know, there are not the important players in the squad uh, as well as what are your own expectations from your team at this tournament? Is it to go all the way?
0: I am a very positive guy always and that's why I'm saying uh, I believe because of the history of Thailand in the tournament and because of the quality of the Thai league and The quality of many Thai players that I know, main goal must be to win the title. I know that will be more difficult, let me say, more difficult or more challenging than last season because of the absence of the important players. But the target uh, must be the same one. We really want to defend that trophy. We will have now the old format. It means uh, with a lot of games at home, we hope that our fans will fulfill the stadium and uh, with their help, that we can do it again. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode.
1: And now, back to our conversation with Harris Harun and Manu Polking. Harris, uh, of course, Singapore at the last edition, uh, we can't forget the, the semifinal, of course. Is the target now to match that at the very least, to make it to the semifinal?
2: I think that's the natural expectation, well, at least from the, the masses, right? you know, from the public. I think that memory that you just mentioned is still quite fresh and it's almost exactly a year on, you know, that we're going to start our tournament this time around. So, I think for the, for the public, I think they're probably going to expect that. But I think for us uh, as a team, we have to take it a game at a time. Every match counts, every point counts. We got through the group stages after a couple of uh, disappointments in the past editions. And uh, look, I think we, we have to respect the opponents in our in, in our group. I think in, in, in Southeast Asian football, a lot of countries have stepped up, you know, tried to improve their quality of uh, football. So we have to respect that. We have to be humble and uh, look at ourselves where we can improve. And uh, play without fear. Because I think if you do that and with a lot of belief, uh, anything can happen as, as last year showed. And, and the advantage we have is it's still quite fresh in our memory. But, you know, it doesn't matter now. What matters is, is how we go through this tournament. Yeah.
1: Now, I look at the, at the feel of play uh, with the teams that are involved. I think there are a couple of favourites at this tournament. Uh, with Vietnam, of course, being the main favourites. Manu, would you agree with me that you know Vietnam are the team to beat uh, at this AFF Championship?
0: Yes, I agree. I mean, the, we know them very well. They are uh, having a, a long time preparation. They have a very good coach that is long time with them. It's probably his last competition. Probably this make the players even a little bit more motivated than usual to probably give him that trophy as a goodbye or as a thank you. But I see also Indonesia very strong. They, they got some new players that uh, have a lot of experience in Europe. They have a very young squad, again, also with the same coach that uh, knows them very well. Again, with a, a good time of preparation, of course, a part of the, what happened in, the, in that game there in Indonesia, that was not so nice, but straight after that, they could get together at least as a national team and start their preparation. So I see both teams actually as a, as a very strong ones and, and probably the ones to, to beat if you really want to be champion.
1: Harris, you of course know uh, the Malaysian football scene very well. Uh, would you count Malaysia as a team to watch at this tournament as well?
2: Over the last couple of years, they've improved steadily and that uh, is showed uh, backed up by, by them qualifying for the Asian Cup next year. Of course, things like Thailand, they have a lot of Quality players that are not in the team this time around for, for other reasons, but I think those players that that are in the team right now, uh, I think they have a couple of players who are naturalized recently as well. I think they have enough quality in their team to trouble anyone in the region. So so we have to still be wary, despite you know them missing a couple of uh, big name players and, and players with a lot of experience in this comp- uh, competition previously. And and of course, I think the format is going to play a huge role. I think to play in Bukit Jalil is always always difficult. The crowd make it really tough for you. I think the pitch suits them a lot. I think the players are very familiar with uh, playing in uh, on that pitch. So so yeah, I expect them to compete definitely, even though they they don't have their their best players. Yeah.
1: Now before I let uh, both of you carry on with preparation for the tournament, just one last question to you, Manu and Harris. First of all, Manu. What can fans expect from Thailand at the AFF Championship?
0: They can expect the same team attitude, the same team spirit that we showed last season. I believe when we get together, when, it's, when you are playing for your country, when you see your badge on, uh, on your chest, uh, again, the players get uh, an extra motivation and having them now with us in our stadium, in our country, I believe that uh, together we, we can achieve. Our, our goal that is very clear to defend that type.
1: Harris, what about you? What can fans expect from the Lions?
2: We have to bring the fight to, to all the teams that we're going to face. You know, stay united. Have a lot of belief and confidence as we had uh, and as we should. You know, I think quality-wise, we have to accept the fact and reality that there's a lot of uh, depth in a lot of the other teams. Not to mention that we don't have, but I think we have to have a little bit more belief and confidence and, and bring a lot of fight to the to the pitch. And uh, yeah, we've seen in, in recent history, especially in the in the World Cup, what they can do. And uh, yeah, hopefully that will bring us through the, the tournament. Yeah.
1: Mano and Haris, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Uh, here's hoping that Singapore and Thailand will meet in the semi-finals uh, and we'll be able to welcome each other once again.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Fi- finals would be even better, no?
1: Yes, final would be the best. <laughs>
0: Good, good. Thanks, thanks a lot. And and good, good luck for you guys, Harris. And uh, have a good tournament.
2: Yeah. We love coach. Take care.
0: That was a podcast by the Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcastsph.com.sg.